Hey, Dr. Mike here. So what does a conductor of a symphony have anything to do with vitamin D? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. I'm your host, Dr. Mike, and of course, I am here with Dr. Crystal. How you doing, Dr. Crystal? I'm great. How are you awesome. today? I'm pretty good. So, uh, what uh, do you want to answer my teaser? What What does a conductor of a symphony have to do with vitamin D, Dr. Crystal? Well, you think about the symphony of all of the different chemicals and receptors and different parts of the body that needs to communicate with one another and all work together to make us breathe and think and just be a human being. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Vitamin yeah. D yeah. plays that role. Yeah, very good. So yeah, exactly right. You know, I've always, you know, for me, vitamin D, well, first of all, maybe our listeners aren't aware of this, but um, latest research shows that there's a vitamin D receptor, I think just about on every type of cell in the human body that, you know, you're talking brain, bone, heart, immune, kidney, liver. I mean, it just goes on and on. And so, yeah, it's a very important vitamin. And I like to think of it as kind of the conductor of things, right? When you really look at it and, and specifically, I think when I say that I'm 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 more referring to the immune system, you know, how, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in order for us to, to you know, to fight um, a coordinated attack against a bacteria or a virus, yeah. you know, a lot of things, just kind of like what you, you uh, hit on there, a lot of things have to happen, right? You got, you got white cells that have to communicate, you got these messengers signaling molecules, and all of this has to be controlled and organized. And based on the research that we see, vitamin D plays, you know, an important role in that. And, 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 you know, it brings, it brings everything together in harmony in a nice symphony, I guess that's where I was going. Right. And, you know, another way to look at it, you, we know that vitamin D regulates genes that control immune function. So, you know, when you talk about, I guess it's, Maybe vitamin D is a little more powerful than the conductor because yeah. hey, don't don't take away my analogy. <laughs> well, Doctor Mike, you know it's it's working at the genetic level. Yeah, that's powerful, um, right? So yeah. anything that is controlling, you know, what the cells are doing, the types of of proteins that are being made in each cell, which then controls. Uh, the function of that cell and nearby cells and, yep. and organs and tissues. And, and so it's, it's very powerful. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know, you know, so that, that, that idea of a nutrient affecting genes and how genes are expressed. Um, I've heard that termed nutrigenomics, um, nu- nutritional epigenetics. There's all different ways of describing that. I, I don't think we've ever had a show on, on this, but have we ever talked about epigenetic? Maybe that, maybe that's a future show. Cause I, I think there's, there's a lot to that. And I think that would actually be something very interesting uh, for the audience, but you know, just to bring it back to vitamin D, you know, Dr. Crystal is absolutely right that, you know, D has this, it, it gets into the cell. It speaks to those genes. It can, it turns genes on, it turns some off that really help for a row. And, and again, keeping to the immune system, a robust, coordinated, um, you know, immune attack. So, and, and, and I, I, I know we're talking a lot about vitamin D lately. 
Um, I but and I think we should talk a lot about vitamin D, but it's it's not because of pandemics and craziness going on right now. I I don't, Doctor Crystal. We talk about vitamin D a lot all the time. Well, you know, I think that speaks to life extension. Uh, you know, it's so funny when you, it's, you know, it's everyday news to us. And then you get the call from, you know, for me, it's usually my dad. Oh, I see <laughs> the doctor on TV talking about vitamin D. And I'm like, dad, I've been giving you this, you know, you've been right. taking it. I've been talking about vitamin D for I a know, long time I now. Know. It's so, it's so, I have, you know, you know, I've talked about my, my three sisters, same thing, right? They, they won't listen to anything I say, but I get those calls too. Hey, I just saw Dr. So-and-so say that. I'm like, oh my, jeez. Oh, I've been talking right. about that so but, long. You know, I, I'm happy. Whatever it takes, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, it's not me. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about, yeah, let's have that conversation now, Dad, right? I mean, right. Make, make use of it. But it, it is a little, you know, you have to kind of swallow your pride a little bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, you know, I, what I, before we get into maybe some of the details of it, you know, I want to talk about, uh, I think, probably the, the more common question we're seeing now, because uh, more and more people are reaching for vitamin D, right? And and I think a lot of questions about how much should I be taking every day? I, you know, I hear this thing about blood testing once in a while. What does that mean? And what about sunlight? Can I, I heard I just get it from sunlight. So let's kind of walk through that a little bit. And let's begin with the idea of getting uh, vitamin D from sunlight. Yeah, the body's amazing, right, Dr. Crystal? We can actually take UV light and through a very complex um, series of reactions that involve other organs like the kidneys, we can actually make the human form of vitamin D, vitamin D3. But is that is that an efficient way? I mean, is that can I as I get older and older, even even living in South Florida, is that really the way I should get vitamin D only? What do you think? Well, I would. No, I guess short answer is no. <laughs> and and the reason why is because, you know, the, the UV exposure is not good for you. You know, a little bit of sunlight, you know, mixed with a nice breeze, that's always great. But, you know, you really should be, um, if you're out in the sun, the recommendation is to use a sunscreen. If you're using a sunscreen, you're blocking, you know, your UVB, right. which is needed you know, in order for the body to convert that vitamin, um, that, that sunlight into vitamin D. So, you know, I think that's, that's really the challenge. And that's number one. Number two is the amount of skin exposure needed to really actually get it right. Yeah. Yeah. the, The levels of vitamin D that you need. And, and so it's, it's just not realistic to think that, yeah. You're going to get it from the sun. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you just said. And, you know, and, and there's also some people that think, you know, just as we get older, um, you know, we just, you know, metabolically speaking, we don't, it's just part of nature, right? We just don't, we don't do the reactions as well. And, and I think yeah. there's some of that in it as well. So you put everything together, age, we're putting on sunscreen, which we should, all this kind of stuff. The whole sunlight debate, the whole sunlight story about vitamin D just really is not going to get us to um, blood levels that are optimal and that what we want. So let's let's move the conversation into blood levels, because I don't know if everybody realizes you you can test vitamin D, right? It's a simple blood test. You can. Um, and we do know optimal levels, 50 to 80 nanograms per 
milliliter. However, more than 40% of Americans have been found to have insufficient blood levels of vitamin D, and that's defined by 20 to 30. Yeah. More than that's, 40%. Yeah. that So that's always interesting, the in, the insufficiency. And, and that's, and I think we need to, you know, let's under, you know, help the audience understand there, there are, there are specific definitions for things like deficiency and insufficiency. That's why we have to be careful with words we use. And so yes. I'm glad you kind of laid out what that range is for insufficiency. And, and, well, that and might, I mean, add, um, yeah. might I add, Dr. Mike, that 30% have qualified as being like officially deficient. So yeah. we, we're going beyond, you know, insufficient. Maybe you need a little more to you are deficient in vitamin yeah. D. By right. all classifications. And yeah, that's and that's, yeah. And that's where you'll start seeing, you know, some of the classic signs and symptoms of vitamin D deficiency, all that kind of stuff. You know, it's that in it's that insufficiency group that is most interesting to me, right? Because these are people that may not show any signs and symptoms of at least immediate, right? Of 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 low vitamin D, but we know in the long run just how important this vitamin um, this vitamin is, it could lead to, I mean, remember, vitamin D influences just about every type of tissue and cell in your body. And so there are associations with increasing risk of viral infections during cold and flu season, increasing risk of, of sugar issues, cholesterol issues, heart issues, all that is has been shown in, in at, at least as associations with with insufficient vitamin D. So you may not feel it, right, Dr. Craig? Right. You, you don't necessarily feel an insufficiency, but mm -hmm. it, it's there and it could pose problems for you down the line. And and of course, being from Life Extension, um, you know, Dr. Crystal and I both agree, I don't, I, even if you got up a little bit above the insufficiency numbers and you're kind of in that normal range for um, conventional medicine. I, great, fantastic, but we think you can do better, right? <laughs> you know, I, most right. of my medical doctor colleagues think uh, a good vitamin D level is like 35. Oh. I mean, I, well, yes. And that's, and that's barely above insufficiency. <laughs> Even if their doctor is testing it, if they're 35, their doctor says, oh, you're Oh, you're, you're great. You're fine. Up. Move on. Yeah. No, uh, no. We, you know, again, what, so what was our optimal range at Life Extension? 50 to 80. 50 to 80 nanograms per mil. So that, yeah, so that's kind of where we believe you will, you will benefit most from the, the, you know, the, 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 you know, the properties and health benefits attributed to vitamin D through all the research. So we want, so that's your target. And so that brings then the dose into this now, you know, I, I do, you know, you do lectures, you talk to people live, you do this too, Dr. Crystal. And I'm sure you've had people ask, well, what, what dose should I start at? And one of the first things I encourage people is, well, get your blood test first, right? You can, right. let's see where your baseline vitamin D is, and then we can get you on the appropriate dose and appropriate scale of increasing maybe that dose to get you into that, that optimal range. And so blood testing really does help to personalize, right? Somebody's yeah. dose. But again, I, you know, how many people actually do that? How many people actually go out and get their blood tested when they can just go to, you know, vitamin D is all over the place, all over grocery stores, nutrition stores. So I don't, I don't know how many people actually do that. But um, so with that said, you know, I, I, you know, I, you know, I would personally, you know, most people are going to probably need around 2000 international units a day, probably more than that, but maybe that's a good start. What do you think? I think 2000 is a good start. You will see that dose in some multivitamin formulas. So I think it's a great start, but most people, 
just in my, with my clinical experience, looking at labs and, you know, having people take vitamin D and then retesting and looking at those labs again, they usually 5,000. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually, yeah. So I, I guess, you know, maybe playing it a little safe with the 2000, cause I don't know these people. I don't, you know, you mm-hmm. gotta be careful with what we suggest and stuff, but I I'll tell everybody what I take between my multivitamin and a standalone vitamin D, I do 7,000 units a day. Oh, yes. Um, so I do a 5,000 right. standalone and I get 2,000 out of my multi. And my blood level, um, I test it every year. Um, it actually is coming up. So this is almost a year old, what I'm about to share. But I'm I'm consistently around 75 nanograms per mil. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I'm usually yeah. around uh, 60, 65. Yeah, but that's still, you know, that's in that that's in that 50 to 80 range. And um, we think that's a safe range. That's a good range. And again, it goes back to what do you want to do? Do you want to optimize your health or you do want to just be not insufficient in your health, right? I, it's just kind of where you want to be and what maybe um, your goals are, goals are. And I know Dr. Crystal and I, we would love for you to really want to get to that level where you're optimizing health, optimizing the intake of some of these key uh, micronutrients that we talk about a lot. Yeah. You listen, I think that's fantastic. And we, and at the end of the day, vitamin D is influencing all kinds of body parts. There's whole body benefits. It talks to the DNA. It has these epigenetic or what people call neutrogenomic effects that can be powerful across many body parts and functions, really important for the immune system. So consider blood testing consider taking vitamin D every day. Don't even worry about the sunlight. I think, I think go out and be in the sun, do what you got to do, but I still think you need to consider supplementing um, every day. Dr. Crystal, great job. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Hey, so you're listening to Live Foreverish. Don't forget, you can go to liveforeverish.com. I'm going to say it, say it a little slower this time, Dr. Crystal, liveforeverish.com. I get excited sometimes. I know you do. That's I say okay. it too bad. Liveforeverish.com. <laughs> liveforeverish.com, all one word, uh, lots of different podcasts there. Uh, take a look. And if you do like what you're hearing, let us know, like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe. That way you never have to miss a show. So I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.